Hi, this is Dolly Parton, and you're listening to 88.5 FM WMNF. Welcome to WMNF 88.5 FM and WMNF.org. You're listening to the Tuesday Cafe, and I'm Sean Canan here on WMNF Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, Lakeland, Newport Ritchie, Bradenton. Well, it's the Supreme Court decision that everyone is talking about. So today we're going to let you speak your mind. Do you have an opinion on the decision that was released, well, officially released on Friday, that overturned what had been for five decades the right to abortions in the U.S.? So in addition from here to hearing your thoughts, we'll also hear voices from the Bands Off Our Bodies rally that was in St. Petersburg on Friday. So here's the number to call in if you'd like to join the conversation. It's 813-239-9663. This might not surprise you because this is typically what I do when we have conversations like this. I'm going to give precedence to women who call in today and join the discussion. So please, if you'd like to share your thoughts, 813-239-9663. You can also email dj at wmnf.org or you can text 813-433-0885. If you do text or email, please sign your name. So to kick off the conversation, just giving a little bit of background that uh, most of you will be somewhat familiar with, but we can talk more about it as the, as the hour goes on. Two health and law constitutional experts at Boston University had this to say about the ruling that was handed down on Friday in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization. They said the Supreme Court decided by a six to three majority to uphold Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. In doing so, the majority opinion overturned two key decisions protecting access to abortion. They overturned 1973's Roe versus Wade and the 1992 decision, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. And the opinion which was written by Justice Samuel Alito said, the Constitution does not mention abortion, nor does the Constitution guarantee abortion rights via another right, which is the right to liberty. So today what we're doing on the show is we're taking your calls and your emails and texts about what you think about the Supreme Court decision. What does it mean for the future? I should ask specifically, you know, how does this impact you? Or how does it impact other people in your life? Give us a call, 813-239-9663. You can email dj at wmnf.org or text 813-433-0885. And this kind of open conversation is something that we bring to you on community radio, 88.5 FM, WMNF Tampa. And we do it through listener support. So if you'd like to make a donation to WMNF during this hour, you can throw some tip some money in the tip jar at wmnf.org and thanks in advance because we are listener supported and we are community sponsored so the opinion that that came out friday rejected roe and casey's arguments that the constitutional right to liberty included an individual's right to privacy in choosing to have an abortion in the same way that it protects other decisions concerning intimate sexual conduct such as contraception and marriage so according to the majority opinion abortion is fundamentally different from those because it destroys fetal life we'll talk about how one of the justices thinks that it was similar to to some of those in just a second as well 
So let's, uh, you know, we, we have people who want to weigh in already. So let's go to the phones as soon as possible. That's great. So let's talk to, I uh, can't put Dawn on the air just quite yet. I'll get to Dawn in just a second. Um, and I have NAB in Tampa. Is that right, NAB? Yeah, NAB. Yeah. Uh, hi, thank NAB. You. Uh, thank, yeah, thank you for taking my call. Actually, I support the decision in a very broad way in that I feel the court system has been used by both sides to get their way 100%. And I think by throwing it back to the, the state or the U.S. Congress, where there really ought to be the political will to have a compromise, because most of the country, I feel, is somewhere in the middle. And when one side uses the court to kind of force their way through, and I think that's what happened in 1973, because I feel the politicians failed on this issue. And if it requires individual states to uh, sort this out so that will of the people is met, then so be it. And if that means half the country supports abortion and half the country doesn't, so be it. That's the will of the people. And I think the politicians and the courts need to accept what the majority in different parts of the country want. And if some areas of the country are religious, and they have deeply held beliefs that should be respected. Other areas of the country, if they're more secular, and they have a different viewpoint, that should be respected. And I don't know why it has to be the whole country has to be one way or the other. We're a huge country of 300 million people, and I think the court, by kicking it back to the state level, I agree on that point alone. I just want to bring that to people's attention, because I sometimes find we get so engrossed in the actual debate of abortion or for or against, and we don't kind of look at, you know, what mechanism we ought to be using to resolve this. All right, I, I appreciate what you had to say, Nob. I am going to push back on a couple of things, um, and, and like I hope I will be um, pushing back on other other people. I don't want to just say feel like I'm singling you out, but I just want um, one point you made kind of in passing that was incorrect is that that it's about 50-50. Um, NPR has a poll that said the U.S. Supreme Court has overturned the 73 decision in Roe versus Wade, which guaranteed the right to abortion. Do you support or oppose the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade? And 40% support it and 56% oppose it. So it's not quite 50-50. So that's one, you know, I don't think that was your major point. But the other point that I want to um, ask you about, and, and we'll, we'll move on to other people in, in shortly. I just want to, um, I'm sure that other people are going to be asking, wondering about this as well. Um, the, you know, kicking it back to the states, should rights be determined by states and or willy-nilly, or should, some, there, should there be some rights that are completely protected by, for everyone? Um, okay, uh, no, a good question. Um, basically, I was referring to the roughly 50-50 split on states. I think there was like 23, 24 states that will tend to be pro-abortion and 23, 24, 25 states that are going to be anti-abortion. Um, so I wasn't referring to the population. I was actually referring to individual states. And we are a republic. I think a lot of Americans forget that. It's the United States of America it was individual states forming a bond to have a stronger military against the Europeans. If you look back at American history, so the founding fathers' original intent was to give a lot of authority and power to individual states, and only things like foreign affairs and military affairs was to be handled by the federal government. That, I'm, you know, not to get deeply engrossed in history, but that is the root 
of the United States and the Republic. It's not a pure democracy as a lot of people have that misconception. All right. Points um, taken. I've given you a lot of time. I do want to move on okay, to... Thank you. Thanks, Nob, for calling in. Um, I do want to give other people a chance to weigh in. And I, as I said at the top, especially women, I do want to hear women's voices. So if you'd like to call in, it's 813-239-9663. You can also email at dj at wmnf.org. I see I've got some, some emails already building up that I'll get to in just a second. But I want to put Dawn on the air. She's from Anna Maria. So hi, Dawn. Hi. Good morning. Um well, I would just like to clarify the gentleman before me. He said pro-abortion. I do not think that anyone is pro-abortion. Abortion can sometimes happen because a condom breaks. Abortion can happen due to rape or, you know, obviously not by choice. The thing we need to, to think about really is we are pro-choice. Does a woman have a choice? over her own body. It's a choice. Some women will choose to have birth. Some women will choose not to have birth. But the government right now is making our choice for us, and that is the issue. I, I mean, I'm not really clear that anybody is pro-abortion. It's, it's, it's kind of like the last-ditch effort to fix something that may have gone wrong by no fault of the woman. So uh, I think we should just maybe re-clarify that. It's pro-choice. And um, that's, that's pretty much all I've got to say. The other thing is, one of our political groups in the, in the, uh, uh, here in the U.S. is uh, very, you know, anti-big government, right? That's, that's the thing. No big government. Well, how does having no choice by your government equal smaller government? couple things to think about. Dawn, I'm going to ask you to, to weigh in on one other thing that our first caller mentioned, but first I want to say that Jerome agrees with you. He emailed in and said, how hypocritical the party of less government wants more government of the woman's body. And he ends his email with shame. So thanks, Jerome, for that email. And Dawn, so, you know, the, our first caller, he, he said that it should be up to the states. And uh, because the U.S. is a republic and not just a, you know, a one-to-one democracy, it's, it's a collection of states that make up that, that certain states, if they decide to, like Florida or Louisiana or whoever, can take away some rights and that's fine if, if the whole country doesn't have all the rights. I don't know. Is that really fine? Because what, what happened, you know, and, and very unfortunately, many of the states that are taking away the choice, have a very high population of poor, poverty, rural. So those women do not have a choice to move, you know. Um, so I don't know. Is there really a choice? <laughs> you know, state government is still government, is it not? Uh, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask you. Have, let you ask. Let me let you answer the questions. I'll I'll try to ask them. I'll try not to weigh in on my yeah. thoughts. But um, I appreciate the the uh, your thoughts, Don. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. And again, if you'd like to join this conversation, it's 813-239-9663. You can call, you can also email in, as several people have done so far, and I'll try to get to those as much as, as quickly as possible. 
Uh, that's DJ at WMNF.org, or that's you can text in at 813-433-0885. Please sign your first name. I don't, you know, we're not trying to call people out here or um, get get you in trouble with your bosses or anything like that. I just want to, you know, it's more of a conversation if we can have first names attached to things. So, um, you know, one of the things we can talk about this hour is Florida's constitution. Many observers say that because Florida has a right to privacy in its constitution, it was added there by by voters, it will be more difficult to overturn abortion rights here. But the Alito opinion might end up being a way to chip away at that interpretation of Florida, which now has a state Supreme Court that's dominated by conservatives. And remember, in the opinion that came down on Friday in the uh, Dobbs case says that essentially when it comes to... Um, when it comes to individual liberties, abortion is not considered an um, individual liberty, according to that decision. I'm paraphrasing, of course. But I want to know what you think. 813-239-9663. I see Marilyn on the line. I'm going to read through a couple of emails and maybe even play a soundbite before I get to you, Marilyn. But please hang on. I will get there. And if you want to call 813-239-9663 and get in the queue as well, I will put you on the air. I'm especially giving precedence to women this morning. So, uh, Tal says, who is a listener supporter, thank you, Tal, says women had more privacy a century ago. Eight Supreme Court justices are helping drag the country closer to a theocratic state, is what Tal is saying uh, by email. Thank you for that email. Also, um, Twinkle says, it's interesting that the court said abortion was not protected in the Constitution. Neither was tax-free status of churches. I would love to see churches have to pay tax, and they're so politically motivated now that it's not fair for them to be able to profit so greatly and change policy for the rest of us. Twinkle ends her email by saying, the separation of church and state should be absolute, and I thought it was. So thank you for those emails. You can email us at dj at wmnf.org or text 813-433-0885. That's the text number, 813-433-0885. You can phone us at 813-239-9663. Let me play a little clip, uh, a short clip that is of an interview I did with U.S. Representative Charlie Crist, Congress member who represents kind of the St. Pete and South Pinellas area right now. And he is leaving that position because he's running for governor. If you recall, he was governor in the from 2007 to 2011. He was a Republican then, then he switched to independent, and now he's a, considered a Democrat. He's, that's his party. So here is what uh, Charlie Crist and I talked about at Friday's rally in St. Petersburg. Well, I can't believe what's happening. Uh, this war on women uh, by the Supreme Court of uh, the country and also uh, by our governor, Ron DeSantis. I mean, taking away women's rights, they're giving more rights to guns than they are to women. It's unbelievable. You know, what country are we in? I can't, I can't fathom that the Supreme Court has taken this move. They're following right in the footsteps of Governor DeSantis. He signed a law not long ago that takes away a, a woman's right and and may even take it further now. Uh, we don't have a trigger law, but you know he can call a special session and ban abortion outright. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he does it. So what could a governor do, a governor of a state, if, if Roe is overturned, but to protect the women's right to choose? Well, I mean, if they make more limitations uh, further than Roe, you can have a governor that has a veto pen that will stop it. And that's one of the main reasons I'm running for governor right now against DeSantis, is to make sure that we protect women's rights. And when elected on my first day in office as the next governor of Florida, I'll sign an executive order protecting women's rights. 
and we'll fight it out in court if we have to. I don't care. I mean, it's got to be all hands on deck, protecting women, protecting their right to choose, protecting their privacy. Well, that's Congressmember Charlie Crist. He's running for governor. He was speaking Friday at the Bands Off Our Bodies rally in St. Petersburg. You may have heard some people singing We Will Survive in the background for a little bit of uh, added musical flavor. So in a press release that he put out Friday, Crist also called for the impeachment of two of, of the Supreme Court justices who sided with the majority in overturning Roe. Crist wrote, Today's ruling makes clear that Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh lied to Congress when they testified under oath that, in their view, Roe versus Wade was settled precedent. Perjury is a crime. If perjury is found to have occurred, the correct remedy is impeachment. So there's uh, Congressmember Charlie Crist, who is saying that two of the justices lied to Congress under oath, committing perjury allegedly, and if perjury is found to have occurred, the correct remedy is impeachment of those two justices. So that's something interesting we could you could weigh in on if you'd like. Again, the number is 813-239-9663. You can also email dj at wmnf.org or text 813-433-0885. I want to remind you that you're listening to WMNF Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, This is the Tuesday Cafe. I'm Sean Canan. It's a show that comes on every Tuesday morning at 10.06. And next up is in in the next hour is Wavemakers with Janet and Tom. So I hope you stay tuned for that. And I appreciate you listening to WMNF and supporting it with your financial donations. Let's go back to Anna Maria. Uh, Lots of people in Anna Maria have to want to weigh in this morning. Marilyn, you're on the air. What would you like to say? Yes, I would like to say, um, you know, Women are not even mentioned in the Constitution, not mentioned at all for any, any, any right. And we've got the right to vote. We got, we can't, what, what, it could take that away from us. I, we're not even mentioned. And I don't know about state constitutions. And what, what are women mentioned about? What are they talking about women there? It's like we are just, they just toss us aside. They want to rule us and, we got to keep fighting again. We got to just keep fighting, fighting, fighting and again and again and again and again. We're like we're nobody. You know, Marilyn, I think uh, you made a point there that I, whenever I hear originalists, they, they call themselves originalists or, or something about the Constitution, that scares the heck out of me, I have to admit, because you know what's in the original Constitution that state that, that um, black people were three-fifths of the person and that there was slavery and all this other okay, let me say it, all this other garbage that was in the Constitution, I'm not interested in originalism at all when, if you're asking me about those things. So, a uh, good point. You know, women uh, didn't yeah. have very many rights in our Constitution either. Well, yeah, it's, and it's like, um, could the founding fathers, as great as, that they're, it's like they're not even really, as great as they were, um, they, they couldn't foresee the damn future. You know what I mean. I mean, the internet and the this and the that and the you know, the type of guns that were produced. They, they couldn't understand that. It's got to be a somewhat living constitution. Marilyn, thanks so much for weighing in. I appreciate you calling in to this morning and thanks for listening from Anna Maria. Thank you. 813-239-9663 if you'd like to get in the queue to be on the air to tell us your thoughts about Friday's decision about uh, Roe Roe versus Wade being overturned by the Dobbs decision by the current Supreme Court. 
I'm wondering, you know, what do you think future generations will think of this decision? If, the, if in 50 years or less or more that there will be a Supreme Court that revisits this decision the same way that the current court is revisiting Roe, um, could, you know, this is all speculation, but who, I wonder what will happen, what you think might happen in the future. 813-239-9663. I'm especially looking to hear from people who t- t- can tell me how this will personally affect them or how it'll personally affect someone that they love. So if you have a story that you'd like to share, now would be a great time if you would be so generous as to open up and share it with the community as we're having this discussion here on WMNF Community Radio. The number is 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. We're going to go to Fran in Largo in just a minute. Let me play one more bit of sound here from the rally on Friday. There were about 400 people at this rally. It's called Bands Off Our Bodies. It was in St. Petersburg on the waterfront. It was super hot out, but um, people were showed up in kind of decent numbers, largish numbers for, for St. Petersburg, I would say. Um, here are a couple of 17-year-olds. Their names are Julia and Kylie, who I spoke with on Friday. Why are you here? Um, to stand up for our women's rights. And what, do, what was your first reaction when you heard today's news? It gave me goosebumps because I'm only 17 and I should, you know, I don't know. It's just scary. Why is someone your age, uh, why would you be concerned? Um, because we have our whole lives to... Like, it's just, we have our whole lives ahead of us, like, and I want my future kids to be able to have this, right? Like, it's not fair, like, that people are trying to put regulations on our bodies, but when it comes to their guns or something, they don't care. Like, they they want to fight for those, but if we want to fight for our own rights, they want to take them away so easily. Yeah. Well, those were two 17-year-olds from St. Petersburg. The second voice you heard there was Kylie, the first one, Julia, and I appreciated uh, talking to them to get a perspective that, you know, this is a different generation for me. I, I Quite frankly, I, I'm not anywhere close to 17, and so I wanted to get a, a perspective of somebody that age, and, and they were kind enough to grant that to me. What do you think? 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org is the email address, which you might have better luck with right now because I have an almost full bank of phones. You can also text 813-433-0885. Fran in Largo. Uh, Hi, Fran. You're on WMNF. What would you like to say? Oh, hello. Uh, Yes, uh, this is such a big issue, and we've had so many other issues in the past. Also, remember Terry Schiavo and all the right to life people with that and, uh, uh, you know, those kind of things. What it comes down to is we have to also make an issue out of separation of church and state. That is at the root of most of this, uh, most of these problems. We have to make an issue out of that. Uh, and uh, otherwise, we're just going to keep going backwards, and uh, it, it's just, uh, um, it, 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 it just interferes with true democracy. That's the point I'm trying to make. Thank you. Fran, thank you for your call. Um, 813-239-9663 is the number to call in on, and I'm... Uh, I I'm should tell you that right now I have three men hanging on the line. I have one person calling in. I'm not sure of the gender of the person who's who's calling in right now, but I was hoping to have a conversation where women could tell us their thoughts. Because let's fr- let's be frank, um, 
you know, most of our society is uh, dominated by the thoughts and ideas and, and, and laws and decisions of men. And I, you know, today I'm not that interested in hearing what men have to think because I know what men have to think because we hear ad nauseum, if you don't mind me saying so. I want to know what women have to say about this. So, um, Joe, Chris, Rob, you're welcome to hang on. <laughs> Rob got the picture. You're welcome to hang on. Um, but honestly, I, I probably, and Brad, I'm probably going to wait just till I get a woman to, to talk to you on this matter. So give us a call, 813-239-9663. Or I have tons of emails I can read. So that's dj at wmnf.org. Or uh, you can text us at 813-433-0885. So B writes in, she says, and this is re in response to um, someone who was called in earlier who said that, that um, there, there aren't people who are pro-abortion. So this, I, I believe this is why B is writing. And she says she's listening in her hometown to her hometown community radio station while she's living in Louisiana, where, what she calls Duck Dynasty. That's a pretty funny statement. So thank you, B, for writing in. She says, I'm pro-abortion. I really am. I'm pro-heart surgery. I'm pro-homeless shelter. I'm pro a lot of things that I hope nobody ever needs and somebody always will. So that's B's thoughts on that matter. And um, this is, uh, looks like, I believe it's... Marion writes in, my statement is that if you don't want to have an abortion, don't have it, but don't take that right away from me. So those are a couple of the emails that just came in. I'm going to go uh, in just a moment to Lori and St. Pete, but let me read one more um, comment about from Greg, who says, really tired of this both sides business. Most of the country are with the left. Nearly two thirds of the country support women's human rights to control their own bodies. I don't think that guy mentioned women at all. I believe he's referring to the first caller we had on. And Greg continues, it all comes down to this. Are the human rights of a not yet human fetus more important than the human rights of a woman carrying that fetus? The government cannot insert itself into a woman's pregnancy to say the woman, while you're pregnant, you have no human rights. Those are the thoughts of Greg out there in cyberspace. And uh, let's go now to the phones. And I would like to talk to, to Lori in St. Petersburg. Hi, Lori. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm, I'm pleased to have the opportunity. I, I just, I wanted to speak up as a woman who fought for these rights earlier in life, in the 70s. We fought the right fight. Um, we, you know, we should have the right to our our own bodies. It is about choice, like your earlier uh, person said, woman said. And, you know, um, second of all, it, it's a slippery slope when you consider uh, the other rights, including gay rights, including even interracial marriage. I don't know what Clarence Thomas was talking about. I mean, I'm, it's unfortunate. But we need to fight. We need to excite the young people who, like myself, needs to carry this. Um, we will all fight, too, I'm sure. And I don't mean fight. I mean, you know, strive for uh, more rights, our, our due rights. Because there is, and like your other caller said about separation of church and state, not everybody is a Christian in this country. And that's okay. That is the point of this country. That is what we were founded on. And lastly, as far as state rights, they are trying, meaning 
the right, um, whether it's the Heritage Foundation or whoever is is uh, behind these Supreme Court justices with all their money. Um, we need one word for state rights is gerrymandering. They have, have found, you know, that in a very calculated way, unfortunately, Democrats are not fighting that same fight, and we need to find a way to excite our also. And if, if unless they have already found it for us. All right. Thank you, Lori. Thank you very much, and thank you for this forum. All right. I appreciate you call, calling in, and uh, I'm happy to provide a forum, especially a forum that gives women the right to um, talk on, on the what's typically a male-dominated talk show, and I'm getting some pushback from this. Let me read this uh, text message that just came in from Robin Thunota Sassa, who listens a lot, and I appreciate that he listens, and it's uh, it's really great to have supporters and listeners who call in a lot. Um, but uh, he got upset at me. And I'm going to read this message. He said, I was on hold, but I hung up after your dismissal of the male viewpoint. Maybe you should recuse yourself from the show, uh, seeing as your point of view is nauseating. Oh, I see what he's saying. I get, I get, I get your point, Rob. Very important point. Um, I, I, I see your point because my... Um, I've, dis- I've dismissed, he's saying to me that I'm dismissing the male point of view and so I shouldn't be hosting that show. That's a, that's a fair point. Um, I, 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 see, I, point, I take your point and um, I'm just opening up the phones to let uh, everyone talk today. Yes, my voice is going to be among those and uh, that's, you know, in, this, in light of this uh, situation, it's unfortunate. Um, We'll just do this and we'll see how it goes. So I appreciate Lori calling in. I appreciate everyone who's called in so far. Thanks for that that uh, message, Rob. And I'm going to hopefully let you do the talking. The people I interviewed on Friday and also the people who call in and email in. So thanks to Lori. Let's hear right now from, hi, is this Bonnie in Bradenton? Yes, hello, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Yes, I just wanted to say that as a 63-year-old woman who had an abortion in 1982, I was grateful that I was able to do that privately and be able to move on with my life. I am absolutely appalled that we have a Supreme Court who is now giving people the right to carry guns openly and will make it easier for people to purchase and possess guns. And yet they're taking away the right of an individual to do what they feel is necessary to their bodies. So I would urge every single person to only vote for those people who represent your point of view. Because that is what the politicians in state and federal government are elected to do. Thank you very much for having this discussion. And I appreciate my opportunity to comment. Bonnie, you're welcome. Can you hang on for just one second? Sure. So you mentioned that you had an abortion in the 80s. And at yeah. the time it was legal. And if it becomes illegal somewhere where, where someone is who would be in, your situ, in a situation similar to what you were in, and now it's illegal for them. I mean, can you, I don't know how to ask this question, but share how your, your situation might have been different if... 
it would have been illegal for you like it might be illegal for some people today. If I had, if I had been forced to carry a child that I didn't want, I already had a child, I was a single parent, I was going to school, I was working full time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at now at this point in my life because I would have, I would have had struggles. I would have had obstacles put in my way Due to my own um, laziness, I guess, for lack of a better word, because in my opinion, with the availability of birth control, which is something else the Supreme Court is looking to yank away from individuals, had I been using that birth control properly, I wouldn't have needed an abortion. So maybe if we actually promoted birth control and responsible reproduction to high school students, maybe we wouldn't even need to be having this discussion today. All right, Bonnie, thank you so much. I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate my opportunity to share them with you and the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I want to give people an opportunity to talk today and to share their thoughts, and especially women. I'm going to make an exception, I believe, in just a second. I think we're going to hear from someone in Clearwater in just a moment. Um, it, uh, I'm going to make an exception for this just because I want to expand the... Uh, the, the scope of the discussion and get a range of viewpoints. So we'll be doing that in just a moment. Let me get through a few of these emails because there are quite a few that I want to read. And I should remind you that you're listening to WMNF Tampa. It's 1039 in the morning and this is WMNF's Tuesday Cafe. I'm Sean Canan on 88.5 FM, which is listener-sponsored community radio. And I'm opening up the phone lines right now to hear the voices of people who want to weigh in about Friday's decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. And I'm mostly looking to hear the voices of women. And and, uh, we're going to make an exception in just a second. So stay tuned for that. But right now, let's read this email or this text that came in from John in Tampa, who says, I'm very concerned and wonder if people have given any thought to what's going to happen when a woman has a miscarriage. Will she face arrest or is searching seizure ever property? Not sure what that's supposed to mean, um, but obviously he's talking about searching and seizing when the medical records, for example. Also, he goes on to say, also, will doctors be hesitant to help a woman having a miscarriage for fear of being fined and or arrested? And so, you know, he's talking about hypotheticals, but I think there are countries in Latin America where this is actually, where where women who have had miscarriages have been arrested and thrown in jail. Uh, I don't think it's very, very, very common, but I think it has happened and uh, it's shocked the conscience of the communities when that's happened. So um, excellent points. Thanks. And if you have something you'd like to weigh in regarding that, give us a call 813-239-9663, dj at wmnf.org, or you can text 813-433-0885. One more, before we get to Brad, let me um, read this email that came in from Jeff. He says, there are a significant amount of pro-life people, but overall more people are pro-choice. For the most part, pro-choice is the stance of the Democratic Party. How did the Democratic Party allow it to come to this? So that's Jeff's question. Um, And I should point out, since people are saying this, that one, uh, those two Supreme Court justices that were recently um, became justices, when I say recently, I mean in the last five years or so, um, were supported by Joe Manchin of 
West Virginia. I'm reading. I'm, I'm riffing right now. If I'm have if I'm making a mistake, please um, gently correct me. But I believe that Joe Manchin, who's a Democrat, uh, approved Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. I believe was the other one. Um, sorry about this. Uh, so again, going off the top of my head, while I'm doing a hundred other things, so I hope I'm not getting the information incorrect. Also, Senator Collins from Maine, who is a Republican but considered a moderate Republican, also voted for their confirmations and has taken flack for that. So um, that's to Jeff's point. So uh, let's go. You know what I'm here right now? I have a caller. This is Brad in Clearwater. And the message that I have from Brad is it says that he's pro-life. So let's hear what you have to say. Hi, Brad. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Are you hearing me? Yes, you're loud and clear. Go ahead. Okay, I have a little bit different perspective than everyone else. When I was young, my girlfriend ador- aborted my baby. I had no choice. I loved her. I loved the baby. That was my flesh and blood. I believe that every life is precious. And I just welcome the attack now that everybody criticize me. But just remember... Everyone that's pro-life has been born. Brad, thank you for that. Anything else? No, um, I, I don't want to get under anybody's skin. I just want to add some perspective to this. As I noticed, most everyone is pro-abortion on this show. Well, I'm glad you were able to add your perspective and I appreciate that. That's what this show is all about. It's about hearing a range of opinions and um, us being able to kind of hear what other people have to say about things. So I'm I'm really glad you called in. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate that. If you'd like to join the conversation, it's 813-239-9663. If you have... If you have to, would prefer that is to email, it's dj at wmnf.org or you can text 813-4330-885. I'd appreciate it if you signed your first name when you do text or email. And um, also, you know, let's let's keep this civil. I think it's so far, it's been a very civil conversation and I'm really appreciative appreciative of that. I think we can have a civil conversation even about topics that are, are very... Um, you know, inflammatory. So I'm glad we're having a, a good civil conversation today. And that that's thanks to you. So thank you very much. Um, Jerome writes in, I thought the battle over states' rights versus the Fed was waged already and the states lost. So that's what Jerome is saying out there in cyberspace. Jeff writes in, oh, I've already read Jeff. Sorry about that. So thank you to those people who have already written in and uh, you can call in at 813-239-9663. Let's listen to a little bit more from Friday's rally that I was at and have some audio from. So this is the, what we're about to hear are the voices of three people from the Gardner family in St. Petersburg, two retired parents, Marcy and Tom. We're going to hear from Marcy first and Tom last. In between, we'll hear their daughter, Sarah Cabrera, who's an engineer. And we'll be back to take your phone calls in just a second. 813-239-9663. This is WMNF Tampa. The thought of me, my daughter, my granddaughter, not being able to control what goes on with their body or they're allowed to make their own choices, just so upsetting. I feel like we're going backwards in time. I don't understand why people aren't, why people didn't know this was going to happen. I'm very angry that people are saying, oh, but 
Gorsuch and Kavanaugh said that they were going to go with the precedent of the Constitution. No, sorry. There was enough evidence to show that this is what was going to happen. And I'm just angry that we are at this point right now. It says pro-Roe. I'm not going to tell you whether or not to get an abortion. It is your own choice. It's your body, your choice. I'm not going to judge you if you do or don't. I'm not going to judge myself if I do or don't. I may not. I may not. Sorry, I'm old. I may not have chosen to have an abortion when I was younger, but that was my choice. And I want everybody to be able to have that choice. And the thing that gets me angry is when I was growing up, and I tell my husband this story all the time, my family was raised, oh, abortion's bad and all that sort of stuff. When we thought my sister was possibly... If there was a chance of her getting pregnant, my father came up to me and said, make sure she gets an abortion, which shows you how, how, for um, me and not for the, right, exactly. Thank they'll, you. They'll do the loophole, but they won't, they don't want anybody else to do the exactly. loophole, but they want to do it for themselves. But, oh, it's wrong. It's wrong. But I can do what I need to shade around the corner. And that's what got me so angry now because I'm like, yes, I was raised that we probably could have taken care of it, but look at this this isn't fair it shouldn't be that way why are we going backwards sarah cabrera i am an engineer from st petersburg florida i'm here because i believe that it's a person's right to choose what happens to themselves if they choose to have an abortion because it's not the right time for them then it's not the right time for them if they choose to have an abortion because something's wrong with the baby say they've got down say there's something that they're misformed there's certain things that it's like, you know, the life for that child is going to be way harder. And maybe this isn't the right time to be having that child, but they should have the choice of saying, this isn't it. I want to do it again later. I want to do it on my own time or I don't want to do it at all, but it's their choice to choose. I'm Tom, uh, retired also. I live in St. Pete and I'm here because uh, abortions are still going to occur and they're just not going to be in controlled, clean environments. They're going to be in back alleys with coat hangers and the things we heard about when we were kids and, and young ladies are going to die and that's that's not right um, whether or not as, as a family we would we probably would never choose to make that choice um, but that's our choice not someone else's that was the voices of three people from the Gardner family in St. Petersburg two retired parents Marcy and Tom and their daughter Sarah Cabrera an engineer I spoke to them on Friday at that rally and again, you're listening to WMNF Tampa. We're asking people to weigh in on the Supreme Court's decision Friday about the the uh, overturning Roe versus Wade. It's called the Dobbs decision. And you can call in at 813-239-9663. You can also weigh in at WMNF.org. Sorry, DJ at WMNF.org or call 813-433-0885. And I should say, when you call... 813-239-9663. I am giving precedence to women on the phone. And right now, one, two, three, four, I have four men hanging on the line. Um, let's, so I, I'm going to clear up some space for some women to call in, but let's, let's uh, first take this one caller, um, Robert in St. Pete. Robert, it says here that you are pro-life, but you think it's a private choice. So what do you mean by that? Uh, I mean that it, you know, like there's a lot of women that can't afford to have children. And there's a lot of unwanted babies. And unless, I guess you could say, the conservatives step forward and say, look, we're going to take care of that child. 
and we're going to make sure that that child has a happy life, then, you know, I don't know what other options that we really have. All right. Thank you for that. Anything else? Um, no, I just, it just, it, you know, I don't really like abortions, but um, I also think that we, we, on the outside of a person's life, don't have the right to be able to tell the person what's best for them. And uh, we should have that right to choose. Well, thank you for calling in, Robert. I appreciate that perspective. 813-239-9663. Or if the lines are clogged, you can email us at dj at wmnf.org or you can text 813-433-0885. Let me read a couple of emails that have come in. Uh, first of all, uh, who is it? It's... Um, Dan, thanks to Dan who, who sends us a screenshot that says a quote from Joe Manchin. Again, he's the Democrat from West Virginia, very conservative Democrat. It says he trusted Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and is now disappointed. And the quote goes on to say, I'm alarmed they chose to reject the stability the ruling has provided for two generations of Americans. So that's, that's, those are quotes attributed to Joe Manchin. So I thank Dan for, for sending that along. Also, Charles writes, Nove, Nove. No. Oh, um, the first caller is clearly giving due weight and credibility to the right-wing echo chamber's constant propaganda, whereas I can see his point about states' rights, the irony of the majority opinion by the Supreme Court being the will of the minority rule party is lost in the perspective like his. The anti-choice movement is not about abortion. It's about control that, it, that Charles says is removing control from women over their own bodies. So thank you for those thoughts, Charles, weighing in on what our very first caller said. Um, and I forget how you pronounce it, Nav, maybe. Um, so, oh, Nav, that's right. So let's, um, let's go now to, I'm going to try to put on the air Leo in St. Pete. Hi, Leo. Hi. Um, I was just listening to the caller, and I wondered, um, so listening Jeff, who was pro-life, my question is, what responsibility did he have Prior to having sex with his girlfriend, um, did he talk about birth control or use birth control? Did he talk about what if we did get pregnant? And I haven't heard that perspective from men, so um, I'd be interested to know how much responsibility they take prior to having sex with a woman. Yeah, and he's uh, obviously he's not able to respond. So, um, uh, you know, I, I get that you're asking that as a maybe a, a, a rhetorical, yeah, rhetorical, or to, a question to our audience as well. So, is is there anything else? No, that was it. Leo, thanks for calling in. I, I really appreciate that. And I should tell people, thank you. And 813-239-9663 is the number to call in. And DJ at WMNF.org is how you can also email us and you can text us at 813-433-0885. Let's go now all the way to Gainesville. Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi, how are you? Thanks for uh, giving me the time. I'm glad to have people call in and tell us what they think. Thanks. Um, I uh, grew up in St. Petersburg, Tampa, and so still listen to your station. Thought I'd put that plug in. Uh, and uh, I wanted to call in to say, from my perspective, that this is a war on women, and um, that's been going on for a very long time. And um, we as women have not had the chance to be in the seats of power to 
construct this country, let alone do anything very useful up until about 30 years ago. And um, I just wanted to remind people of that because I, I think that get, sometimes gets lost in, you know, the minutia of reading. I mean, that's needed to read the law, but that, that, that this is absolutely a, a strike on purpose uh, for women's rights. All right. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate that you still listen to us, even though you're outside of our listening area. Are you listening on the app or on the web? On the web, yeah. I use uh, Alexa. Just, so just tell my Echo, play WMNF, and it works. Yeah, I love that aspect about smart speakers. So I'm so glad you're listening, and thanks so much for weighing in, and uh, enjoy, enjoy Gainesville. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Let's let's hear from. Uh, I'll, I'll read an email right now, and then uh, we'll hear from Leanne and St. Pete in just a second. But I want to remind you that you're listening to WMNF Tampa, eighty-eight point five FM, and I hope you stay tuned at eleven oh six. Wavemakers will be with Janet is going to be coming on, and I can't wait to hear that show. It's going to be great as always. Wendy writes in. She said, "I'm not pro-abortion. I'm pro-health." And then she puts a quote from a former, from the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And part of the quote says, the decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a woman's life, to her well-being and dignity. It is a decision she must make for herself. When the government controls that decision for her, she is being threatened as less than a full adult human responsible for her own choices. So that's a, a 1993 quote from Ruth Bader Ginsburg that Wendy has sent us. Thank you for that. Tom writes, aside from the destruction of women's rights, what's terrifying is the underlying rationale to this decision of a strict interpretation of the Constitution to only support the extant rights if over 100 years ago this opens the door to a broad loss of personal rights almost equally terrifying is that we have two Supreme Court justices that had zero moral or professional issue with lying under oath where will that will lead is not a pretty place so that's the email that came in from Tom uh, let us go now to Leanne am I pronouncing that correctly Leanne in St. Pete yes yeah. hi hi um, yeah so I just kind of wanted to talk about how um you know it's not even pro-abortion pro-choice anymore is pro um obviously against people having children who we don't even have health care we don't have child care we don't have access to mental health services you want people that don't want children having children and the people who are having children are living in rural places they are poor they are black, they are minorities, they don't have access. Even abortion songs, like, that is that sounds great. It's a great way to start, but that's not going to give everybody access to the help they need when they need it. And I just think it's absolutely insane for anybody to say that this is constitutional when we are out here without any help. I have friends who are 30 years old who don't have places to live. And you want them to have a child if they accidentally get pregnant because someone that needs birth control? Absolutely insane to me. Um, that's all I have to say. Leon, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. And you can call in at 813-239-9663. I'm going to try to get all these callers and, and, and um, texters and emailers on before the top of the hour, but I, I may not get to them all, but I still hope that you participate by calling 813-239-9663, email dj at wmnf.org, or text us at uh, 813-433-0885. You're listening to WMNF Tampa. 
And uh, Emma writes, I'd like to urge everyone who is pro-choice to donate to established abortion networks in the Tampa Bay, like the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund. This is what Emma is saying. Establishing community and working together with people who share your goals is the only way forward. And on that note, uh, Shelly had the people from the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund on the air about a couple months ago. So I hope you can go to WMNF.org and look that show up because as always, Shelly does a great job and uh, interviews wonderful guests. So, um, and also tomorrow, I should tell you, I'll tell you a little bit early that Shelly is hosting um, a physician tomorrow at, at 10 who is an abortion provider in Tampa and someone from the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund. They're going to talk about where we go from here in terms of reproductive health care. So that's coming up in this time slot tomorrow at 10.06 a.m. on Midpoint, hosted by Shelly. And I hope I said the correct time. 10.06 is when that show starts tomorrow morning. Uh, let me read through a couple of emails uh, before we get going. I have, a, I have been a precinct committee person for many years in Tampa for the Democratic Party, it says Gary. He says, I would speak to many people, young and old, who didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton or many others who would say, I don't do politics. I warned them about the Supreme Court being at stake and no one seemed to care or appreciate the consequences. As Heather Booth, a lifelong activist and founder of the Janes who helped women get abortions pre-Roe versus Wade says, if you don't do politics, politics will do you. So thank you for that email comment out there, Gary. Um, and then um, I think, yeah, I've already read Emma's. So let me read this email that came in from the 703 area code. It says, there are so many reasons I could give for why overturning Roe versus Wade is not for the people. I don't know if anyone has brought this up as I just tuned in and have to get out of my car, etc. Um, I have friends who work in NICUs, that's um, infant uh, care units across the country. In light of staffing shortage, they're often stretched beyond their means. They've been stretched in certain areas prior to the shortages. My concern is there will be a rise in need for NICU care that will put more infants at risk of death all across the board. Nurses will be more likely to leave the nursing profession for reasons of mental and physical as well as more likely to be dragged into court for infant mortality. That text goes on, but thank you 703 uh, for, for that that perspective. I appreciate that. And here's a text from 727 area code from Dave in St. Pete who says, I saw where the gymnast sued the FBI for their botched investigation. Why can't we sue them for the botched investigation of Brett Kavanaugh? So that's a, a comment there from Dave in St. Pete. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, th those are some of the thoughts. I think, wow, it's uh, the end of the show already. Wow, we got so many people on the air. I'm so happy to have such a great conversation with all of our wonderful listeners. Thanks to John Dunn for being our phone producer. You've been listening to Tuesday Cafe with Sean Canan. I'm Sean Canan, that is. It's normally this show is every Tuesday morning at 10, but hey, I have a personal announcement to make. I'll be out taking care of a health issue during July, and we're going to bring you special programming on Tuesdays at 10 until I return in late July or early August. So thank you to everyone who contributed during our recent summer fun drive. If you like the programming on 88.5, please make a donation at WMNF.org. In this time slot tomorrow, Shelly will speak to an abortion provider in Tampa and someone from the Tampa Bay Abortion Fund to talk about the next steps. Next up is Wavemakers with Janet and Tom Sherberger. That's coming up after NPR headlines. You're listening to WMNF Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, and Lakeland. Thanks for listening.